What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Lamso USB Safe Podcast. My name is Daryl, and I will be your host. It's been a while. Yes, I understand that. Um, had uh, had some stuff going on. Um, so, first off, uh, I apologize for being gone as long as I have. Uh, the month of May was a little on the crazy side. Um, my uh, my fiance had a rather serious um, medical emergency, and that took up pretty much the first three quarters of the month of May. Um, everything is looking good now. Um, things are things are looking up. Uh, she was actually only in the hospital for about a week, uh, a little bit more than a week, um, but everything's looking good. We've we got that behind us. Uh, let's see what else has been going on. Uh, Trying to armory standby for live benefit match, uh, the very beginning of June. Um, great match as always. I absolutely. Sucked shooting, as always. Um, I know some people would like to reach through their uh, their listening device right now and slap me across the face for saying that. Because, um, you know, it's always, oh, think positive, think positive. Uh, well, you know, it's, it, it's kind of hard for me to think positive. You know, especially when I finish uh, damn close to the bottom of the board. So, anyway, um, yeah, the Trident Armory shooting team, standby flight initiative, uh, managed to raise over $77,000 for the Travis Mills Foundation, every single penny of which goes back to Maine veterans. So, uh, congratulations to those guys. Job, very well done, yet again and uh they're already planning for next year so had that going on and also i've picked up yet another hobby um right around that same time frame i actually began uh umpiring for a uh, my local um town that i work in little league program so that has been a uh, a new experience that I am definitely having a lot of fun with. Um, there there was one night I I I, I thought about giving it up. Uh, apparently my my strike zone wasn't what some of the parents thought it should be, and they were actually telling the coaches that they were going to start pulling their kids out of the game because they didn't like the umpire strike zone, but. Anyway, uh, took a took a few days off after that. Kind of thought it through whether it was something that I could actually do to the level that was expected, and uh, got back into it and just been having a great time since. So I got that going on. Uh, we've got Area Seven Championship coming up here in just under two weeks. 
as far as I know, this is going to be the second and last Area 7 championship in Hamden uh, for the foreseeable future. To my understanding, the match is going to be moving down to somewhere in New York. Um, to be perfectly honest, I kind of saw that coming um, for, for a few different reasons. Um, so first off, with our new area director, Frank Rizzi, uh, who lives down in New York, I believe he lives on Staten Island, um, I, I I had a had an inkling that the match was going to be moved somewhere in, you know, more in his wheelhouse. Um, nothing against Frank. I'm not bashing Frank. I'm not, I'm not speaking ill of Frank. Um, I had the pleasure, uh, back in March to sit down with Frank and, and uh, and chat with him. If you're interested in listening to that episode, it is uh, season three, episode eight here of the podcast. You can also check it out on YouTube. Um, I believe the video is called Area 7, Meet Your New Area Director. So, um, you know, I like Frank. He's, from what I can see, he's a good dude. Um, looking through all the board of directors meeting minutes, he is trying to make changes to the organization as much as he can try to make changes to the organization. But every single change that I've seen him try to make has been for the better. Um, You know, more, more for the members and things like that. So I kind of saw, saw that move coming. Um, But the other reason it's, I don't know what what we're doing up here. I mean, you look at I think it was like three, three maybe four years that uh, Pioneer down in New Hampshire hosted Area Seven. The match sold out within ten minutes of registration opening. Literally, I actually sat there and watched it one night, and it was like. Holy crap. Um, Last year, I don't think Area 7 in Hamden sold out at all. Um, This year, it's not going to sell out. Uh, I can pretty much tell you that right off the bat. Um, Actually getting into practice score right now to see uh, how many spots are left open here. So, yeah, I I don't know what's what's going on up here. Yeah, still eight, still 89 open spots when this match was like one of the most coveted matches in the country. You know, it was it was a destination area match. And now we can't we can't get enough staff for the match. We can't sell the match out. Um, same way with the Trident match. Same exact way with the Trident match. Couldn't sell that out either. Didn't, you know, I, we had enough staff, but it was it was tight. I, I don't get what we're doing up here. I, I really don't. I don't get what we're doing wrong. I mean, 
a couple of months ago, back in May, uh, they held a RO seminar in Hamden. And they had all they could do to try to get 10 people so that they could still have the seminar. And then a couple of weeks before the seminar, they have an RO seminar down at Pioneer, and they had over 30 people. Over 30 people showed up for that one, and yet they're scrounging around trying to find people. I, I know there were at, at least one person actually paid for a spot in the seminar in Hamden. Even though they weren't going to be able to attend, just so the class wouldn't get canceled due to a lack of interest. I, I don't know what's going on. Why people don't like it coming up here. Um, or maybe just USPSA just isn't that big of a thing up here. I, I don't know. I really don't. Uh, so that's the other reason it really didn't shock me when I heard that uh, that we weren't going to have Area 7 next year. So hopefully this one goes well. Um, the last one went fairly well for being the uh, the first, first trip around the sun uh, for an area match in Hamden. So uh, we'll see what happens. Less than two weeks away so having said that let's get into the main um, really the main topic of of this particular episode and this is going to be a slight departure from my normal episodes with the board of directors meeting minutes and and stuff like that um, oh one more thing that I forgot is uh, the voting is now currently up for the presidential election as well as Area 6 and Area 8. So if you live in Area 6 or Area 8, make sure you get on and vote for who you want to be your next area director. And to everybody in the country, get on and vote for who you want for president speaking of president unless you have been living under a rock for the last three months you would know that the current president Yimin Lin who was just elected last year to finish out Mike Foley's term uh, is no longer president Apparently, there was an incident, or from the sound of things, um, a series of incidents that occurred at a match that Yemen was the CRO at, or a CRO at, and the range master got wind of whatever was going on, sent a complaint to the DNROI, Trim McManus, and investigation ensued um, following normal investigative procedures. 
which is Troy gets the complaint. He decides if the complaint has merit or not. If it does, then he just simply sends an email out to all of the Range Master instructors and gives them no details at all. He just sends out an email and says, hey, I have a complaint that needs to be investigated. I need three volunteers. The first three people that send him an email back and say, I'll, I'll do it. He selects those three people. Then he hands the information or the complaint that he has over to them. They contact all the parties involved, the complainant, the defendant, any witnesses. They, they go through the whole procedure. And then at the end of it, they give their report back to Troy. And uh, then Troy decides, I assume with help from, from the assistant uh, DNROIs, uh, you know, what the course of action should be, what, what the discipline level should be. So that process was, uh, was gone through, process was completed, and in the end, it was decided to revoke uh, Yeeman Lin's RO certification. Obviously, uh, per the bylaws and and everything that's uh, the the procedures that are put in place by NROI, um, Yemen uh, is entitled to an appeal, or was entitled to an appeal. This has already happened by the recording of this episode. Uh, the board of directors heard Yemen's appeal. They made him a deal. They said, basically, you admit that you did wrong, and we will... um, Basically, you admit you did wrong, and complete mandatory re-education, and we will reduce your discipline down to a level three, which would allow you to retain your R certification. And basically, Yemen told them to take that deal and shove it. At that point, under the bylaws, Yemen is no longer eligible to hold office because he does not have a range officer certification. So the board has considered him to have resigned as of May 31st. Um, How do I feel about this? Well, I, I honestly don't know all the particulars. The only thing I know is what is in the board of directors meeting minutes and the statement that USPSA sent out to the membership. Um, that That's honestly all I know about whatever happened at this match. So there have been uh, 
lot of questions, a lot of hatred sent the board's way and sent Troy McManus's way about how how come Troy as director of NRLI has you know sole authority to just strip someone of their RO certification whenever he feels like it. Um, while it looks that way, that is not something that Troy would just do on a whim. Like I said, there is a whole investigation process and an appeal and hearings and all the stuff that is all outlined in the disciplinary policy. And, and Troy follows that. You know, I don't think he just rips someone's RO certification away just because he doesn't like the person. Or, oh, well, you know, maybe, you know, we, we went through all the investigation and this, that, and the other thing. And, you know, the investigation concluded that he really should be able to keep his RO certification. It wasn't, you know, the incident wasn't as bad as somebody said it was. And, but, I don't like the guy anyway, so I'm pulling it. No. I I honestly can't see Troy doing that. Uh, what I fail to understand is <clears throat> Yemen no longer has an RO certification. As of um that that meeting so as of may 31st he is no longer eligible or he's no longer president because he's in violation of the bylaws so my question to anybody out there that wants to listen is he was removed from the presidency due to not having an RO certification. So how in the hell is he still running for president in this election cycle? How? And to add on to that, back also at the same time, it was noted that the Area 4 director, Mel Rodero, the new Area 4 director, um, he joined the, uh, joined the ranks of the board at the same time as Frank Rizzi did beginning in January. Um, yeah. As of, like, the middle of April, I think it was April 18th, he still had not gotten his RO certification. He still hadn't passed a seminar, or gone to a seminar and passed the exam. So, my question on that one is, how the hell was he allowed to run? I, I don't get this. It states right in the bylaws. If you want to be an area director or you want to be president, you have to 
have an active RO certification. Now, Yi Min, when he ran last year for president, he was a range officer. He had an active RO certification, so he's good to go. Right now, he doesn't. How is he being allowed to run again? How was Mel Rodero allowed to not only run, but then after winning, get on the board January 1st and until April 18th, from January 1st to April 18th, he was allowed to perform as an area director in blatant violation of the USPSA bylaws. How was that allowed to happen? How the hell was this guy in the board meetings voting on things for four months without an RO certification? How the hell does that happen? Who overlooked that one? That's that. That's my question of the day, and has been my question for the last couple of months since this whole thing started. I honestly don't get it. How do how do you miss something like that? Or maybe nobody missed it. They just went, eh. Yeah, we'll just we'll 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 tell him he's got you know so much time to to get his RO certification. And that's the other thing. They gave him, like, an extra amount of time. <laughs> they, they actually gave Mel extra time to 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 get this to get his RO certification I I honestly don't understand this um I really don't he was already out of compliance with the bylaws for 4 months so and then you give him what an extra month or two to get his RO cert. What? You know, for the bylaws being bylaws, and they were not completely redone, but they were redone at the beginning of last year. They went active. And yet, they still aren't being followed. They still aren't being followed. I mean, come on, people. Seriously? You know, I, I, I see stuff on social media quite a bit. People saying that the board doesn't follow the bylaws. Well, in this case, they're right. I mean, what's, what is the point in having in the bylaws that an area director needs to have and maintain uh, 
a USPSA range officer certification and then you know you, you put it in there but then you're not going to abide by it what is going on here what is this i i honestly don't understand i really really <laughs> Do not understand. (sighs) Anyway, we will see what happens. We're going to see what happens with this. And, uh, yeah, we'll just, we'll we'll see what happens. See if... uh, See if Yemin wins again, because that would be absolutely freaking hilarious. Um, he may win again. He may not win again, but we'll see. Anyway, my rant is about over. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure to let me know. Listen to all the other episodes here on the podcast, check out the YouTube channel. Um, hopefully, maybe at some point, I will get the time and the ambition, if you want to call it that, to edit my uh, my Trident match video and get that posted if I am not entirely embarrassed to hell by it. Um Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, uh, if any of you are coming up to Area 7 here in a couple of weeks, I look forward to seeing you. Uh, If you are a listener of the podcast, um, make sure to come over and say hi. Um, I don't know where I'll be working uh, Saturday and Sunday, but uh, if you see me, come over. Say hi, introduce yourself, let me know that uh, that you listen to the podcast or you watch a YouTube channel or or whatever. Um, I've I've had multiple people do that already. You know, come over and go, hey, are you Daryl from Lambsill USPSA? Yeah, I am, <laughs> you know. And uh, you now it's it's just cool to know that that people are people are listening, people are watching, and uh, hopefully enjoying the content. So that is going to be all from here. Uh, Let's see. Yep. I think that's about it. So I look forward to seeing each and every one of you out on the range, but until then, as always, shoot safe. Mm -hmm.